You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye And welcome to Hit the Books, the only realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am Ryan Knightsey, and I'm with my friend, my amigo, the man of a thousand names, Mikey Manfredi. Hi, everyone. What's up? I'm here. I'm ready to book, and I'm ready to get into this Royal Rumble and start this road to WrestleMania. We're on the yeah, new we're, year. We're on that exit ramp to the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> yes we are mikey uh i uh, hope you're doing well on this fine what is it thursday <laughs> what day is it today thursday i think so uh oh god i thought yesterday was thursday i think i'm losing my mind over here in the south <laughs> but yeah it's in, and we should celebrating do mikey it's a new year happy new year everybody happy the, freaking old, new year guys the old decades out we're in 2020s baby. in well at the time of recording not yet but at the time you're listening to this, 2020's in, 2019. Take off out. those, take off those glasses. It's 2020, baby. Okay, Mikey, you took off your glasses. Give me a high five. <laughs> Mikey, you missed. Damn. Hit me in the face. Foley, Mick Foley, car crash. <laughs> But I never, th- but, uh, I never thought to call Mick Foley's entrance, uh, his that, that car crash in the beginning, Mick Fo- Mix Foley. Ooh, remember at the beginning before we recorded, we said less tangents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we have an awesome we have an awesome card uh, for you today. It's not it's not quite the go home show yet, but we're getting there. No, yeah, it's the second to last episode of our SmackDown taping. If you don't know, if this is your first time listening, I should say that every week. Mikey and I set out to write uh, every storyline, rivalry, promo, match result of SmackDown Live, our own version of SmackDown Live. It's kind of like GM mode, kind of like universe mode to a certain extent. If you combine those two, uh, we get this show. So every week we book in SmackDown Live. We have our own roster of characters. Uh, we try to be, and we try to keep it as realistic as possible. Like, what's you know, there's injuries that actually happen, but we're not going to be like uh, Kenny Omega shows up, you know, Marty Scrawl shows up. We're not doing insane things like that maybe you know keep it in the family uh, keep it in the family making it if some what if someone gets released and someone joins the wwe family oh baby they're joining oh, our they're team ours, they're ours now unless they get released see a harper <laughs> bye bye boy my bye my baby boy bye harper uh, bye ascension that we used to have oh man man remember when we pushed them a little bit remember when we had the colognes Ah, uh, well, no, the clones, the clones to work for WWE. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh no, oh, they still I feel work like, I feel like Anyways, they're desperately grasping it. They're uh, they're like desperately trying to get out, but WWE's like, no, we reel them back in, baby. New year, new SmackDown. Uh, we're here booking out, Mikey. And we got a, like we said, a amazing card here tonight. Let's. I, I think I think it's time for us to get into it. Why don't we? 
Yeah, we definitely should. Let's jump right in. Okay, first up is, of course, not of course, but opening up SmackDown is going to be Daniel Bryan, uh, the leader of the pure faction in our uh, promotion. He's opened up SmackDown, and he applauds Drew Gulak for his perseverance and determination at taking the most of his opportunity last week at challenging Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. Sadly, though, that did not come to pass. But Brian still believes the WWE Championship needs to become pure again, and that is why he is going to take on the challenge of defeating Kofi Kingston at the Royal Rumble for the WWE Championship. Ooh. Kofi Kingston then comes out and says that, it, yes, you know, uh, it, he, he, he says yes. Uh, right off the way, right right off the bat, bat, right off the bat, is that a phrase? You got it, Danny B. Danny, you got it, you got it, Daniel Daniel B. Dan Bryan, working Dan at Dan Bryan, Buy. owner and proprietor of Best Buy, Dan Bryan. Uh, but on one condition, you throw in an iPhone. Yes, I know you work at Best Buy, so you're going to throw in an iPhone Plus for me. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, my kids are keep playing with it, so I need a new phone. No, that's not a condition, Mikey. You got games you on your One phone? condition, one condition. I know what you. I know what the peers about. I know what they do, but my condition is: I want all of your pure buddies, all of your friends, banned from ringside. I know how you work. I see it every week, and it's not happening at our match at the Royal Rumble. But Brian, don't worry. I'm a fair guy. I'm a fair champion. If your guys aren't allowed, mine aren't either. Brian thinks about it and accepts this challenge. So that means Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE title. At the Royal Rumble, all those seconds, thirds, fourths, fifths, all of them gone. It's just going to be one-on-one uh, for the WWE Championship. All right. All right. Nice nice, nice way to open up SmackDown for sure. Yeah. we're gonna, it, Daniel Bryan and the Pure have been, I would say, like the crux of these last seven episodes. Like everything's been surrounding them, mm-hmm. you know? And now it's like, now we're going for the title shot. Daniel Bryan's going for it. All right. All right. Well, and let's see, I guess, if he keeps his word. Yeah. <laughs> if they actually will be banned from ringside. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got our opening match, Naomi versus Sasha Banks. Now, this match is taking place because of last week when they were on a team. And Naomi offered the olive branch, stuck her hand out for Sasha Banks, Wanted that handshake, wanted to make amends because they worked really well as a team. Sasha Banks said, no, we're still competitors. We still have the same goal. We got to keep fighting for it. And Sasha Banks did not accept the handshake. And now they're fighting. For, they're fighting. And Sasha Banks takes home the victory. Wow. Sasha Banks bringing home the, the crown. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where, where, where do you see this all building to, Mikey? I know, I know we don't have it announced or anything yet, but where do you see... The Sasha Banks, Naomi, Natalie Baszler, all this this circumference of women. Where where do you think this is building to? This this right now is all building towards the Royal Rumble, where we're going to have, I guess, officially now, and I'm going to do now officially now. So we're having a fatal four way for the uh, WWE SmackDown Women's Championship between Shayna Baszler, Natalia, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be very. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a lot of action. Okay, I can I can see that. I can see that. Well, let's get going. Let's get into it. Mikey, do you want to talk about what's happening next as well? Next up, we have one of those uh, one of those nicely cut vignettes as to, and it explains why Miz 
wants to win the Intercontinental Championship. He's got all of his reasons. He, you know, it's, he, it was big, big part of his past. He was one of the best IC champions around. He wants to bring respect back to the title. He's one of the more prolific IC champions. Exactly. He's in the record books. He's up there. Miz wants to bring glory back to that Intercontinental Championship. And he wants to take down AJ Styles. I think it's like he wants to bring glory to the uh, back to the Intercontinental Championship, but also by regaining the Intercontinental Championship, the Miz goes back to what he is best at. Mm-hmm. You know, he by becoming IC champion, he is he becomes where he, he has he he has been on a losing streak, which streak which he admits, but by getting back that IC title, he has a real opportunity to become the awesome one again yes he does uh, and what better way than defeating Sheamus in our main event yeah let's keep it grooving and moving down this card next up is Birch and Lorkin they're back because it's been confirmed that Oni Lorkin has signed again with WWE so good for him throw him up throw him up baby but they're taking on one nation one Nation, of course, being the tag team, the heel tag team group of Apollo Crews and Akira Tozawa. Ooh, our new heel, fa- our new heel tag team. Yeah, I Very... have to imagine why. I have to imagine they have amazing theme song. I don't know why. I just feel like I don't know. Do. I don't know what it would be, but it's definitely amazing. It's I definitely just... it's definitely going to be number one on Spotify within like three weeks. Yes. All well, all I know is that it's not made by CFO dollar sign, so I don't know who's making it, but I have to imagine it's going to be pretty rambunctiously good. Anyways, yeah. uh, One Nation, they're going to pick up this victory. Uh, they're going to get the win over Birch and Lorkin. I'm just going to say that uh, Cruz pins Birch, whatever. Uh, sure. Cruz pins Birch. Doesn't necessarily matter here. But uh, basically on the mic right after the match, little post-match promo. And they're shitting on Paige's apology from last week. If y'all remember last week when they were pulling their Royal Rumble numbers, GM Page apologized to Cruz and Tozawa. Uh, she understands that, you know, they they felt maybe that they 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 said things about how the WWE management was overlooking them. Uh, and so Paige apologized for making them feel overlooked. Uh, and here today, Cruz is going in on that. He says that was a... a, a bs apology you know it was it, uh, it was it was an apology why do you apologize about you're not apologizing for what you actually did to us you're apologizing for the way we reacted and and that's not an apology that's not a true apology uh we don't give a crap we're we're one nation we are uh we are uh, mikey give me give me some help here we're one nation we are ambivalent to your pleas for a po- I don't know. Yeah, one nation indivisible and justice for us. Yeah. We want we want justice. What you have presented to us is not anything we could use for actual anything. Your apologies is crap. And it is no way it. helping our career forward. It is no way helping us. And it's become as a, wrestlers. And it's become apparent that used and it's become apparent that you don't care about us. You just wanted some jobbers, and we want to be more. No, so never. we won't care about you. We're taking out the tag team division. We're running through them. 
one nation baby okay perfect kind of okay <laughs> okay apology i freestyled a lot of that <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you can tell <laughs> hopefully mikey's edit uh hides it uh a little bit i'll add inspirational music in the background uh thank you i appreciate that um okay well then let's get into it next up is another segment backstage dash wilder uh holding both belts is being interviewed about scott dawson's injury last week scott dawson was injured uh in a eight-man tag match he was injured for 14 weeks uh dash says that it really sucks and he wishes scott the best of luck in his recovery of course but the titles will be in good hands drew gulak walks out and dash hands him one of the tag team championships Drew Gulak says, as a member of the Pure, he is proud to continue on the legacy of Pure Wrestling and teaching every other tag team what it means to be a wrestler. The New Day walk out and say that it sucks what happened to Dawson, but at the Royal Rumble, uh, they are without a doubt going to be the new WWE World Tag Team Champions. Once again. Then, the OC, Gallows Anderson, come out and say that they should have been in the match because the New Day have already had their shot and missed. Uh, then the Street Profits come out and say something about how they at least won their match last week. Um, and then all those teams start yelling at each other. GM Page rolls up and says that uh, New Day versus Pure has already been decided and already been announced. It's been announced prior to this show. But she likes the idea of adding one more team into the mix. Tonight, it will be the Street Profits versus the OC. Winner gets added to the tag team title match at the Royal Rumble. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. I wanted something. I felt like Street Profits and OC could have been included in some capacity. So I think this might be the best way. Uh, and just get a little bit more action in there. Yeah. So I'm excited to see. Uh, Mikey, let's keep going. Yeah, next up, we have a, we have another women's match between Natalia and Shayna Baszler, with Natalia getting a clean pin on the women's champion. Really? Yeah. Really? That's a bold move. Yeah, Natalia pins Shayna Baszler clean, coming into uh, coming into this fatal four-way. Okay. Not, I did not expect Natalia to pick up a victory. But, you uh... can bleed, Shayna. You can bleed. Who? <sighs> Who? Shayna is giving that real Thanos Thanos energy into this. I mean, that's what I mean. That's basically what she was in real life. Thanos. Yeah. Shayna Baszler as Thanos. I never thought about she that. She was the unbeatable. But... She was like the unbeatable villain. She was inevitable. Was. Keyword. Uh, yeah, I guess in real life, not anymore. But here she is. What's gonna What's gonna take out Shayna Baszler? Who Who do you think took out Shayna Baszler in this universe, or do you think she just relinquished the NXT title? Who do you think took out? Oh, like who do you think in NXT did it? Yeah, probably like Candice LeRae, I would imagine. I guess so, because she was she is NXT champion currently in our universe. Yeah, she she was given a personality. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, we actually gave her a personality and storyline and stuff instead of just sm- all smiles. Yeah, she's she has she has she's one of the best wrestlers in the world. I mean, she was Johnny Gargano's wife for a while, and that was annoying. I hated that. I'll be honest. I, I agree. That. I hated the fact that like she's legit one of the best female wrestlers in the world currently, and for the longest time she was just Johnny Gargano's wife. 
And I guess I get it because he was feuding with Andrade and so you have Zelina Vega there. So like the natural inclusion is that like, well, let's bring in your wife to make this sort of like a mixed tag thing. Yeah. So I get it. But, but still. also it it felt like one of the things that like, well, we'll hire her for this and then I don't know what we'll do after after that. Meanwhile uh, meanwhile then, she's like, guys, I could I can wrestle if yeah. you want. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of the things I'm like, I'm just like afraid. Like, Candice LeRae is one of the, like, what would they do with Tessa Blanchard? You know, Tessa Blanchard and Impact Wrestling, again, one of the best wrestlers in the world currently. Maybe just not women's wrestlers, but one of the best wrestlers Mm -hmm. currently. It's just like, what what do they do with her? They bring her in and what? She's Ricochet's ex-boyfriend? Yikes. Well, yeah, because that, that, that would be my fear, I guess, if she was still dating Ricochet and then she came with the WWE. Yeah, It's just like, man, Tessa Blanchard's amazing. Or they're just going to be like, Tully, Tully's daughter. Tully, boy, they can't say Tully Blanchard because he's in AEW. <laughs> the daughter of a guy from the Four Horsemen. Who we, yes. Who shall not be named. Uh, Arn Anderson's nope, can't talk about Arn Anderson. Ric Flair, <laughs> Ric Flair's goddaughter, Probably. maybe I don't know for certain. <laughs> we have no way to back up that, but you we have know. no way to back up the claim. But we're all about revisionist history here in WWE. <laughs> so you know what, Ric Flair's daughter, anyway, Tessa Blanchard, anyway, long lost daughter, Ric Flair's Tessa... daughter, Jesus. not Charlotte anymore. Who? It's going to be Charlotte Flair versus Tessa Blanchard for the right to be Ric Flair's daughter. Woo! Cowboy magic. Cowboy. Cowboy shit. Woo! Did you say cowboy magic? <laughs> Listen. I think when Adam Page gets a new gimmick where he's a magician. Listen. Listen. Cowboy magic is also a saying in uh, Magic the Gathering. So when I hear, whenever I, whenever I say the word cowboy, magic usually follows because it's like, the wild it's like it's like your deck going wild or like you're doing like crazy stuff it's called like how like ooh, look at this cowboy magic it's wild west out here it's wild it's crazy oh my god oh my god well let's get it let's keep going mikey i like this magic gathering <laughs> hoot nanny next up we have sheamus cutting his promo on why he should be the intercontinental champion and why he should be the one to take down aj styles Seamus, of course, has been long long gone for a very uh, long time. Long, he, long gone for a long have, time. Yeah, we haven't seen him since WrestleMania, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. Something like that. Um, I haven't seen him in a while, uh, and he's finally returned. He returned last week in our universe in that Battle Royal last week to determine the number one contender for the Intercontinental Champion. He, uh, I guess, tied, I guess, in a way, with The Miz. It's a shame Uh, for fame. Lobster hands. Too many limes. Too many limes. (laughs) Oh. Anyway, Seamus, he's back. He's ready. He's buffer than ever. Uh, And why does he want the IC title, Mikey? Simple. He's never won it. Oh, wow, really? It's the only title that has eluded him in his entire WWE career. So this will make him the Grand Slam? This would make him the Grand Slam, winning the IC title. He's come back for one thing, and that is the IC title. And that is he he wants to be a Grand Slam champion. Mm -hmm. For The Miz, it's about regaining what was his. uh, And Sheamus, it's about earning 
what has never been his. Um, and that's what Sheamus is going to do when he defeats The Miz tonight and faces AJ Styles at the Royal Rumble. He's going after the title that's eluded him for years, for almost a decade, actually, for over a decade. Very interesting. Um, so he's going after it. That's what I like about it. Let's keep rolling along. Uh, Street Profits, the OC. That match with the winner joins the tag team match at the Royal Rumble. Mikey, I, I made my decision earlier. It's going to be the OC picking up the victory. Ooh, OC wins. Nice. Gallows pins Ford. Um, yeah, OC is picking up the victory. Uh, so that means at the Royal Rumble, it's going to be the pure Gulak and Dash Wilder taking on Big E and Xavier Woods of the New Day taking on Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows of the OC. Very much a faction match. Definitely. Uh, yeah, so I, it makes me excited about that. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm all ready for it. Right? We have the three factions, New Day, OC, Pure, all being represented in this match, and I cannot wait. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah three, the, three, the three dominant factions of SmackDown. The three, only three factions of SmackDown. Uh, Lucha House Party, please. <laughs> uh, you got me. Uh, <laughs> Lucha House Party. Oh, jeez. Anyways, Mikey, what's happening up next? Up next, Elias is backstage pulling his Royal Rumble number from the bingo ball. And Elias pulls a four, which makes him very upset. Because who wants that? Who wants a four? Well, I'll tell you who wants a four. Drew McIntyre walks in and takes Elias's number and replaces it with his own and leaves. Elias is excited because his new number is 19, which is much better. He, and now that he's, he is very happy about that. Drew Mac, uh, let me restart here. Yeah, go for it. GM page questions why McIntyre wants a number that's, why, why did he want to start earlier in the room? Why, why can't you just take your number? Yeah, what the at, hell? At, at why, the be- why would McIntyre want to get hurt his chances of winning? At, at the beginning of this, I, McIntyre was number 27, right? Yeah, he was. He pulled 27, and now he's four. And now he's up to four. McIntyre, he, he asked why McIntyre wants a higher number. He says he, Elias says he doesn't really care. He just knows that he's going to bring everyone on the road to WrestleMania while they're walking with Elias. Man, hearing that, Mikey, it sounds... There's something there. Road to WrestleMania, walk with Elias. There's something there, and I can't... I, He's going to make it? sure the WWE Universe walks, walks with, with Elias, Elias on the, the road, road to, WrestleMania. to WrestleMania. There it is. Fuck, there it is. <laughs> Dang it. I'm so mad. Oh, man. Like, I feel like my special... Like, you're... When we look at, like, our booking style, you're the guy that really has, like, brings, like really good ideas to the table. I'm the good WWE, br- I'm the good WWE booker cuz I'm big at booking moments. <laughs> yes, you're amazing at booking moments. Um, I can't follow up. I I'm very good at booking moments and very bad at following up on those moments. Just like real WWE. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um I I I bring a little bit of like the promo writing energy into it. Sometimes I'm hit or miss. You know, it's, <laughs> it's really hit and miss for me sometimes and it's just like I feel like I missed it, and I knew it was something there. I just couldn't nail it. Damn, Walk of Elias on the road to WrestleMania. That's it. That's all it's got to be. What was I thinking? What a fool I am. Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez. Okay, well, let's get into it. Mikey, main event time. 
our main event of the evening. The Miz versus Sheamus for the number one contendership of the Intercontinental Championship. The winner will face AJ Styles at the Royal Rumble for the title. Just a little quirk in here as well. I wrote in, Mikey, AJ Styles on commentary. We didn't talk about it before, but Neat. it makes sense. I think I think he's going to be talking about Georgia peaches. Yeah, he's talking about Georgia peaches. Uh, sorry, I can't do the accent, but um, uh, <laughs> and that Styles he just loves his Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> Nothing better than the while he's sipping an ice cold glass of sweet tea. Nothing better than the IC title, a Georgia peach, and walking down some Piedmont, s- some st- <laughs> and going some, to the pe- and going to the Claremont Lounge. <laughs> That's a reference only Atlanta folks will understand. Some sweet peach tea by my side. Walking in, walking. Ain't, not, ro- ain't nothing gonna bring this Georgia boy down. Rolling into the basement of the hotel Claremont with that icy tile around his waist. <laughs> going up to the rooftop of um anyway aj styles is on commentary hold on i need more going over the stone mountain (laughs) i'm sure aj styles like stone mountain fuck uh anyway yeah he's talking about how uh neither of them sheamus nor miz uh deserve the ic title simply that um no special promo for him but he's putting it over i guess in the commentary miz versus sheamus mikey uh, like any main event now, uh, we don't decide until it, it comes about. At least we try not to. Cool. Uh, Miz vs. Sheamus. What are we thinking? This is a tough one because we want the Miz to get like a big payoff for his storyline of him going. Because he's the one who's been really going after AJ Styles even before Sheamus was around. Or do we want Sheamus to basically swoop in and steal his opportunity? Mm-hmm. We already have a lot of multi-man matches. I don't think we could put. I don't. I. I don't think we could put this in a triple threat personally. We have a trouble with that tag team match. We have a fatal four-way. I don't think we can need another multi-man match. I think this has to be a one-on-one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree with you about the multi-man stuff. I really want this match to be a triple threat. The problem is, is that we have too many multi-mans already. Yeah. Man, if if we were smart, what about the idea of it being a two-on-one handicap match? Remember how a couple Royal Rumbles ago it was Kane, Zayn and Owens versus AJ Styles? Yeah. And they were going to become co-WWE champions? That was very good. And now look at them. They hate each other. But what about the storyline that could have been of Miz and Sheamus, two-on-one handicap, where they both win the Intercontinental <laughs> Championship, and they have to share it? Incredible. Missed opportunity. Or maybe not. Maybe we could still do that at WrestleMania. I don't <laughs> fucking know. I have no idea. I have no idea. We we have a couple of like flags in the play. Yeah, it's, it, it's, just, it's this weird metaphor again that we keep doing. Yeah, we we take a javelin, it has a flag, we're throwing it into a field, and that's where we're going. And now we have to find some way to get there through through the, the minefield. That is, yes. that is our random our brains. Our, and our brains. Uh, but we got nothing right now for the IC title at WrestleMania, so we're just sort of like flying at the seat of our pants. So Miz versus Sheamus, winner faces AJ Styles of the Royal Rumble. Uh, if it's not a triple threat, my vote is probably going to have to be The Miz just because the storyline I like more. Sheamus, mm. I really like this. I really, I should say, I really like the storyline of both these guys, like the reasons they want to win the IC title. They both largely make sense. Mm-hmm. But there is something to it. Again, Miz is the face here. Sheamus... 
Seamus, I don't think we decided whether or not he's a healer or face ever. Yeah, he kind of just came back and started doing his thing, and we we didn't really give him an, an alignment. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely just back. Seamus, um, Seamus currently is true neutral. Yes, he he is true neutral. Though, okay, hold on. I know we want to limit our tangents, but we're gonna we have to do this, Mikey. This is important. Okay, D and D alignments. Who is what? True neutral Seamus currently. We're talking about our current roster. So if you haven't followed up with the podcast, pause it, listen to every episode up until now, then replay it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mikey, uh, let's talk about these character alignments real quickly because okay. I think this is totally 100% worth it. And if okay. you're not on board, and if you're not down with that, then I got two words no, for I'm you. No, in, I'm into it. I'm, I'm in the D&D mindset. I'm going to, right after this, I'm probably going to go right into making my character's backstory again. So we got lawful good, neutral good, chaotic good, lawful neutral, neutral, chaotic neutral, lawful evil, natural evil, evil, and chaotic good. Uh, if you don't know, obviously... Or chaotic uh, evil. Chaotic, chaotic evil, yes. If you have never heard of these D&D character alignments, definitely look it up. Uh, there's a bunch of examples. Um, Harry Potter, Star Wars... Uh, Batman villains, just so many examples. But let's talk about it, Mikey. Who yeah. is what? Uh, I'm gonna okay, put, so here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put my stakes. I'm gonna put some stakes in first. Okay. Kobe Kingston, oh, oh, lawful they're burning. good. Oh, they're burning. Oh, jeez. Oh, hot. Oh, hot. The hot. The stakes are burning. Kobe Kingston, lawful good. Okay. The new day as a whole, probably. Actually, Kobe Kingston, lawful good. Xavier Woods, neutral good. Biggie, chaotic good. Yeah, well, that's easy. And then I think like uh, lawful neutral is well lawful neutral is just true oh no lawful yes well no i was doing infaction so then that's new day at the top now neutral is the pure and then evil is oc i think i think all of the pure is lawful evil okay i think they're heels but they play by the rules let's focus on these individual our individual teams our individual roster members lawful good kofi kingston easily Chaotic good, Kevin Owens. Yes, I would agree with that. Neutral good, Xavier Woods. We said that. I'm looking at uh, maybe Roman. I Reigns. think I think Roman Reigns is a neutral good. Yeah. True neutral, Sheamus. Yes, right right now in our universe, because he just came back, so he's got nothing, no no feuds, no heat, no no anything. So true, our baseline right now is a is Sheamus with no with absolutely no healer face alignment. Chaotic neutral, Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, well, he, we, we flip and flop him over heel and face all the time. Velveteen Lawful... Dream's our big show. Hey, well. Uh, Lawful neutral. Lawful neutral. Lawful neutral is always the hardest one, I feel. Yeah, because it's like they follow the rules, but they don't have any alignments. Maybe The Miz. I was thinking that. Maybe the mids. I, I'll, I'll go the mids is kind of lawful neutral, yeah. L- lawful evil. Lawful evil, the pure. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, easily. Uh, neutral evil. Neutral evil. Like who's just like? Who's just evil? Who, yeah. Who? Well, it's not. It's not just evil. Chaotic evil is just evil. Okay. Then maybe true. Maybe natural evil. What is it? True evil. What is it? Natural ne- evil. Ne- neutral evil. Drew McIntyre. That's fair. His intentions are always bad, but he's out for himself. Yes. Chaotic evil. I don't know. Maybe Drew McIntyre is chaotic. I don't know if he's chaotic. No, he's not chaotic. I wouldn't say he's chaotic evil. I might, maybe he might be. Sami Zayn? 
No. Shayna Baszler? Oh, didn't th- we do have the women here. <laughs> Shayna Baszler has a McIntyre aesthetic, though, as well. That's true. Vicky Cross is a heel. Who's just out? Well, I feel like I'll make an argument for Sami Zayn, honestly. Really? I wouldn't he's say he's out- chaotic. Yeah, but he's not law. He's definitely evil. I mean, yeah. And he's not. Would you say he's law for a neutral? He's definitely out to ruin Kevin Owens' life. Currently. Yeah. Okay. I guess. I, could, I guess with that argument, I can see it. Yeah, compared to anyone else, it's maybe a weak point, but it is. And also, and if that's the case, Mikey, we're saying what? Chaotic evil, Sami Zayn. Chaotic good. What was chaotic good? Was that Kevin Owens? Did we say? Mm-hmm. I guess we got some. We got immediate flip flops here. Chaotic good and evil. I'm liking it. Everyone, everyone, and then lawful good. Kofi Kingston, lawful evil, the pure. Oh my God, are we this? Are we this good? Hold on, hold on. Who are our neutral goods? <laughs> Who are neutral evils? Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh my God, Mikey, we're geniuses. We're so good at this. Our brains are expanding at an exponential rate. WrestleMania matches confirmed. We're gods. Who and then Sheamus, Miz, and then who was chaotic neutral? Uh, Velveteen Dream. Oh, we could easily throw Velveteen Dream into the IC title mix. Maybe we'll have a ladder match at WrestleMania for the IC title. Uh, 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 my brain is exp- expanding. It's expanding. We're the gal. We're becoming Galaxy Brain. Oh Jesus Christ! Ah oh, Jesus! Ah oh, Cesaro! Um, jeez. Oh my God. Anyway, the Miz versus Sheamus. The Miz wins. Yeah. I yeah sure. <laughs> that was a fun. That was a fun segment. That was a fun segment. We should do that every once in a while because honestly, that was in- insane. And honestly, <laughs> that was insane on a level that we don't think we've ever talked about on the show yet. Like the flag, like the, the we talked about the flags that we throw into the field. <laughs> that was that, that was just like we was, have flags in the field that were set up. That was like exactly that was that. like we closed our eyes, spun around, and just started throwing. <laughs> and it landed on what we predicted it would land on. <laughs> Oh my god. Are we geni- are we secretly genius bookers? Yeah, I think so. Have you seen Th- WWE? They've been stealing all of our ideas lately. That is true. And they've been stealing ideas that aren't even released yet. Yeah. The whole and we recorded. Santa- it sucks cuz now everyone's going to think we stole it from them because we never released the episodes yet. Yeah. Uh we're be recording in bulk early. Um damn, for geniuses. I was thinking about it. Mikey, I think eventually I want to start my own wrestling promotion, and I think partly because we, you and I are just geniuses at booking, apparently. Yeah. Like, you know, we just feel like we're, I'm a genius, so I'm just going to start a wrestling promotion. Uh, you know, it, the Deep South Atlanta doesn't, you know, NWA started, but that's kind of, I guess, doesn't really feel like a Georgia promotion, because it's like, I mean, I guess it is, because it's filmed in Georgia, Atlanta. But then we got, we don't, there's not a lot big scene here. So let's, I'm going to build it up, start a wrestling promotion in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I'm going to renovate a church. I'm going to have it called Mass Wrestling, uh, where it's going to be stand for Massive Ass Superstars. So we're going to get your Jeff Cobbs, your oh, Dan Maffs. Oh, Vince McMahon is foaming at the mouth. You get your Keith Lee's All of in your there. guys, they're so big. Massive asses only. 
okay, scratch the massive asses. We're going to have anyone. But uh, we're going to have in church. It's going to be maybe on Sunday mornings, like at, at noon or 11 a.m. Um, or it's going to be Saturday night because Sunday masses suck. So we'll do Saturday nights. It's going to be it's gonna be in a renovated church, so we'll have the stained glass look. Uh, I think it's a golden idea, Mikey. Will you be an investor? It's a holy idea. Oh, a glory idea. A glory. Mm. Oh, or a wrestling promotion and call it glory. Hmm. Glorious. Maybe that's something. Glory. I'm going for pick, the. Pick up Bob. Pick up. Pick up Bobby Roode immediately. I I sound like I do have the voice currently of a jokiness, but also I'm very much serious. <laughs> if anyone's out there listening in the Atlanta area, <laughs> hit me up. Hit me up. Let's start hit, hit a wrestling up. Let's jump on this. Let's jump on this bandwagon. Be an investor. I've been watching a lot of Shark Tank, so I barely know anything, but I'm a genius. Which is how I feel about a starting wrestling promotion. I barely know anything, but I'm also a genius. So, anyways, Miz is gonna win. Miz challenging. AJ Styles for the IC title at the Royal Rumble. Okay, Mikey, that's it. That's this episode of Hit the Books. What a good card and what a good alignment uh, cheat we have. Yeah, that all set us up for the future. Um, yeah, we're 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 right around the corner. We're building right up to the Royal Rumble. Next week's show is our go home show, but we're not done yet, folks. So if you're started hitting that fifteen minutes, fifteen second skip button. What are you doing? You're already past Don't. it. Uh, you're, you're missing things. Uh, but before we go, we have the randomizer, Mikey. Yes, we do. We got the one last thing we got to do. Before, uh, before we get to the randomizer, though, I do want to say, uh, subscribe. Subscribe to our podcast. Uh, why don't you? You know, it subscribe. sets up. Subscribe. You know, by subscribing, you're able to get next week's episode of the Go Home. You're able to get the Royal Rumble. You're able to get... Uh, these new shows that we have out. It's the new year. So if you if you want to subscribe, we have a brand new show for you to listen to. Mikey, tell us all about it. Coming in 2020. Or it's 2020 now. Coming soon. Someday. We, I, I guess right at, at the time of this recording, we don't know what day. But it may already be out or not. Or it's not out. Who knows? Mikey's Indy 500 is beginning or has begun already. Where I'll be watching 500 indie matches in this year, our in our Lord's year of 2020. Mm-hmm. And I'll be reviewing 9 or 10 a week and releasing them at a day. <laughs> On a day we have yet to be decided. Could already be out. Yeah. Uh, and I need you guys to start sending me your suggestions so I can, start know, so I can know what I need to – so I can know some indie matches to watch. Send me your suggestions. Any, any match – could be any superstar from any promotion, but the matches can't be happening in WWE, New Japan, and AEW. Those are the three off limits. And should be stated, this is like any year. This just isn't like independent wrestling matches in the year 2020. This is independent wrestling matches from like any time period. We go all the way back to old ass Ring of Honor. We can go to today's Chikara, um, wherever you want. Uh, send us in hashtag HDB five hundred. If you mm-hmm. sub- subscribe, then you'll get that show. You also get hit the uh, system check. You also get uh, well. I guess that's it. But uh, <laughs> if, we would love a review, five stars or more. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. Um, just a little bit of plugs before we hit the randomizer, or should I say the randomizer hits us, Mikey? Let's freaking do it! Yeah, I believe it's your turn to roll the randomizer. 
Yes, week. last week you injured Scott Dawson. You better not hurt somebody, Ryan. You better not make threat? the same mistake I did. Is, is that a threat? Are you threatening me? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Let's. Okay. Actually, Mikey, we're, we're loaded. No. And it's a, it's a, it's a first time. A first time? A first time roll. What do we got? And it's kind of okay, I guess. Nagging injury. A nagging injury? Uh oh. Yeah, so basically what this means, this is the hope first time I'm ever doing it, so I'm going to explain it. No, we had before. How we had? I don't think, no, we haven't had Tony a nagging Storm. injury. Did we? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty what, sure from... we rolled Tony Storm got one in one of our uh, matches. Survivor in Series? Survivor Series, yeah. Oh, well, then, oh, I'll take your word for it. Well, then we're doing it again, and, then, and it's going to hurt us possibly even more. Um, so roll a D whatever to see what wrestler gets a nagging injury tag. If that wrestler then gets injured in another match, add a plus three modifier. Uh, if that person wrestles in a hardcore match at any time, they're out for three weeks. Jeez. All right, so let's roll. Let's count up the roster and see who's got a nagging injury now. Well, not just the roster. We're talking about people that wrestle here. So, yeah. so we're talking Naomi Banks. That's two. One Nation is another four. Birch and Lorcan is six. Italian Baszler, we're at eight. Street Profits, OC, we're at 12. Miz and Sheamus, we're at 14. Oof. Honestly, though, we could be cool. I think... Very much possible. I think the most worrisome is probably the women. Mm -hmm. Especially with Elimination Chamber around the corner. And we're going to have a women's elimination chamber. If any of those four women are wrestling in that elimination chamber match, they're immediately injured for three weeks. Yikes. So I am I think that's what I'm most worried about. But I'm, I'll roll a D4. Oh, sorry, not D4, D14. Mike, are you ready? Rolling a D14. I wish those existed so I could roll it for real. Two. A two? Sasha Banks. Yikes. Sasha Banks, nagging injury tag. She That means that um, if Sasha Banks gets legit injured at any point, we add a plus three modifier. Or if mm-hmm. she wrestles in a hardcore match, she is out for three weeks. So what's considered, so, a, hard, what's considered a hardcore match? Elimination Chamber, we just said. 100% Elimination Chamber. Steel Cage, Hell in a Cell, I would imagine. Uh, TLC ladder, you know. Wow. So any, anything that anything that any, anything any that, gimmick match. Yeah, any gimmick match. No, no disqualification match. Any match that the, has weapons. Yeah, any weapon, any match that could that has the potential to involve weapons. Not that. Um, not a submission match. The Royal Rumble. No, I wouldn't count it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't personally count them and that's not being biased about like we want to save Sasha Banks with the Royal Rumble it that's legit- just I don't think it's a hardcore match yeah um maybe the wrestlers disagree but who knows all I know is that Sasha Banks has a nagging injury and if she's able to stay healthy up until the elimination chamber Mikey then she'll immediately be out for three weeks which means one, two, three. She'll come back on the twentieth of March. She won't be missing Mania, so that's good. Yes, yeah, she she will not be missing Mania. She'll have like 
three episodes before WrestleMania. So it, we could be good. We could be fine. Uh, even if she gets injured before that, I think the only thing is like, as long as she doesn't get injured before Elimination Chamber, I would be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, whew, I'll, I'll take that as a win. I'll take that as fine. It's not great, but it's, it's fine. It's not great. It sucks, but it's it's not an immediate injury. Yeah, she could be. She it's could not. Be a, it's not a right now problem, which no. are my favorite. Which are my favorite kinds of problems. No, yeah. The wor- worst case scenario is we we roll a, a career ender. Um. We've and then we close. get a D20 plus 20, we get 40, then plus 3 on the snagging injury. And she's out for 43 weeks. That's a long time. What is that? 43 weeks divided by 30? Well, no. 7? Hold on. How many, how many months is that? How do we do the math? Lots! 43 minus divided by 12? Yeah. Uh, no. That would be. 43. 40, it's 43 <laughs> weeks. Maybe it's divided by 52? How does math work? Maybe it's math, is, math is crazy. Yeah. God. I hate math. <laughs> I hate math. And I do it too much. I, I give myself math too often. How many times does 42 go into 7, right? 7 times? So it's Are... 7. So would it be? That's not 7 weeks. No. That's 42 weeks. That was, you getting that was dumb. That was dumb. That was dumb. My math. We. I don't. I was trying to think of a way to do the math as well, and I couldn't. Anyways, thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. Again, follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. Uh, there you can get all of our thoughts and feelings about the wrestling universe. We're bookers, not mathematicians. Get out of our face. Subscribe to this podcast, and you'll get a buttload of content every week. So uh, definitely recommend doing that. Uh, also, uh, re- review on iTunes, five star or more. We're trapped in the Tokyo Dome, so that means that definitely deserves six, Has to be six, six and a half, seven stars. Gotcha. Um, gotcha, tweet Dave us, Meltzer. Tweet us at uh, tweet us hashtag HTB500 for your independent match um, uh, prefer- not preferences, but recommendations. Uh, what's your favorite independent wrestling match? Tweet us hashtag, hashtag HTB500. Uh, yeah, so that's it. We're ha- happy New Year, everybody. It's 2020. We have big things planned for Hit the Books. We would love for you to be a part of it. So definitely subscribe. Tell all of your friends. Uh, we got we we we've always had big things planned for Hit the Books. It's just we need to get bigger, and that biggerness comes with your help. So let people know. Subscribe, review, all of those things. I know reviewing might be a pain. But if you just go on your phone real quick, it takes less than five minutes, maybe two, three minutes. Leave a review. More people find the show that you like simply from that review. Like it, it the best thing you could do to keep this to have more people love this show like you do. Yep. Um, or not even like not even that out of like helping others, even for yourself by having by leaving a review. We're going to be able to do more things down the road. Yeah. Um, like the ever waiting eventual raw branded hit the book show <laughs> which is definitely in the pipeline it's just we need more people we need uh, people to actually book raw cuz we can't do, we can't do everything yes we need we need people to actually book raw but also not just that but also we need to have more of an audience to be able to you have a reason to do that so leave a review or subscribe and follow us on twitter do all those things those simple things alone will help get more people to listen to the show and have more things happen 
pretty simple. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Uh, we'll see you all next week for our go-home episode towards the Royal Rumble. That off-ramp is ending. We'll get there. Mikey, oh, man, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, but until then, until next time, we've got two words for you. Book it.